Welcome. It's so good to be with you on this Wednesday as we get together for a little midweek Bible study and devotional time. And I'm so glad that you've taken the time out to join us today. It's always a good time during the middle of the week. It's a, never a bad time, but it's uh, especially a good time during the middle of the week to get together and, and kind of rejuvenate and refocus our, our hearts and our minds and uh, head into the rest of the week and, and finish out strong. And, and again, I'm so glad that you've chosen to join us today uh, to do just that. Well, this past Sunday, we had a little bit of an issue because for some reason, there was a power outage at the church building. And just in case you were wondering, yes, we did pay the electric bill. Uh, and while it worked out and we had a great time of, of worship and, and singing and praise to God, it did kind of throw things for a, a little bit of a loop on, on Sunday morning. And, and as I was sending out the messages on Sunday morning to kind of you know keep people abreast of uh, what was going on and updated on, on what we were planning on doing, I almost sent out the message that said, the church building has no power. Now, I changed it around because I wanted to say it a little bit differently, but I got to thinking about how true that statement actually is. Because the reality is that the church building in and of itself, while it may have electrical power, except for on Sunday, of course, this Sunday, uh, it doesn't really have any spiritual power, at least in your know, power in the spiritual sense. And yet so often we ascribe to it, the church building that is, a power that the Bible really never does. I mean, just think about some of the questions that we sometimes ask, questions like, do you go to church? Or what church do you go to? Or where is your church? And questions like that. And while I get the gist of questions like that, I think in some ways they, they portray a fundamental flaw in, in understanding what exactly the church truly is. Because biblically speaking, the church isn't a building at all. It's a people. As you read through the Bible, you find several metaphors that are used for the church, like um, the body, the body of Christ, right? In Romans and, and in 1 Corinthians, Paul talks about those things, or, or the bride of Christ, or a, a flock of, of sheep you know, that, that is to be shepherded uh, under Jesus' is, is shepherding, or, or a family into which we've been adopted and are now to relate to each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. And what all of those biblical metaphors have in common is that they're, they're not a place that you go, but rather they are a people whom we are. You, you don't go to a body. You're either part of the body or you're not part of the body. Likewise, a family isn't something that you go to, but it's who you are. In the Bible, there are no pleas for people to go to church. The plea is for us to become the church. In the first century, if you were a believer, you, um, you, you were inherently part of the church. And if you weren't part of the church, then no one would call you a believer, assume that you were a believer. Additionally, being part of the church meant that you were deeply involved in and committed to the life and the well-being of the church, i.e. other believers. So why does this matter? Well, there's a myriad of things, but to sum it up in, in a few short minutes in our time together, when, when Christians substitute seeing ourselves as the church and instead see the church as a building or a place that we go to, I think we lose a fundamental piece of what it means to actually be a Christian. When I separate church out as something that I go to, I no longer see myself as part of the church, but rather the church is kind of peripheral to me. There's me, 
and then there's the church. And the two are not necessarily one and the same as we, if we approach it in that way. But not only is that not biblical, but it also leads down a path to Christian consumerism that we see so often today, where the church, which exists apart from me, at least in this scenario, is supposed to serve me and meet my needs and my preferences. Viewing the church in that way converts it from a people, which I'm a part of, to a vending machine of religious goods and services for my personal benefit. But again, the church isn't a building. It's a people. There is no power in the church building. The power is in God working through a people who love him and who love others. The power is in a people who celebrate his mercy and his grace and his goodness. The power is in a people who bless and serve those around him, that, around them. That's where the true power lies, not in some church building, but in God and in his people whom he is working through. I hope you have a blessed day. God bless.